Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and a few weeks ago we talked about a wonderful movie that's actually going to be coming out this Friday, uh, February 23rd. It's a movie called Ordinary Angels, and uh, just a wonderful movie. I was blessed to see a, a local premiere of it at the Kentucky Theater a couple weeks ago, but it's going to be available to everybody this weekend, and I hope that you will go and see it. I know you'll be blessed like I did. I laughed. I shed a few tears, and uh, the best thing about it, it's a true story, and it's based off a story here in Kentucky. It just happened down the road in the Louisville, Kentucky area, and the movie is based about a precious, precious woman, uh, Sharon Evans, and uh, Sharon was in studio with us along with uh, one of the producers, Rick, and uh, we just had two great programs, but unfortunately, there's so much more we wanted to share about Sharon's powerful story of life and redemption and so she's been kind enough to join us especially on a busy week with the movie about ready to break out nationwide but Sharon thanks so much for being with us today on Hope is Here it's such a blessing to be back with you again well thank you Greg thanks for inviting me well, we uh, just uh, loved our time together with you last time Then after seeing the actual movie, but uh, you wrote a wonderful book about your life, and obviously uh, no movie can capture anybody's life that, uh, you know, in only two hours, and especially with just some of the amazing things God's done through you, but I'm so thankful you took this time to write the book because, uh, man, uh, you know, the movie's a true story of you as a Louisville hairdresser who inspired a city to save a little girl's life. And uh, we're excited about the movie, but uh, let, let, let's go back a little bit before what the movie shows. Uh, you had a pretty challenging childhood at times, and, and uh, share, share a little bit about your childhood with our listeners. Well, uh, Greg, I was adopted uh, to two very nice people, but there was alcohol in the situation. And uh, um, the first uh, couple years were, I'm sure, okay. But uh, the drinking on my mother, uh, uh, she uh, uh, really got caught up in it, and uh, I don't know if she didn't recognize it or 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 what, but it got a hold of her. Uh, she died by the time I was 21. But uh, uh, there was a lot of abuse, a lot of neglect, a lot of confusion. Uh, my real mother popped into the picture, and uh, uh, she, uh, she was okay. Uh, uh, it didn't turn out to be all that great with her either, uh, but uh, she did have a religious background and taught me um, uh, uh, about the Lord. And uh, she probably saved me. Uh, I didn't know it, but growing up with these uh, difficult situations, I thought they were uh, 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 terrible things. I felt cursed at times, uh, but as you get into the book and as I got older, uh, I started looking back, especially doing what I did with Michelle and them. These were blessings. And these were blessings to do exactly what I do, uh, go around trying to help uh, kids when I can. 
Well, I love your book. You're very uh, transparent about what happened. You shared about uh, just a really tough time when you were nine years old and you were helping to take care of a relative. And unfortunately, while you were taking care of him, you were only nine. Uh, he passed away right before you. And uh, just, just share a little bit about that. Oh, that was uh, uh, that was uh, an incredible uh, thing. When we were kids, we were growing up and. If your parents had friends, you called them aunt and uncle. And they were no kin to me, adoption-wise or biological. But uh, I adored this couple. And uh, she owned a, uh, or they owned a restaurant. And when he had the cancer, it was toward the end. They let me stay with him. I could cook soup and uh, fix him a sandwich. I could bring in things. I could help him to the restroom. And that's what I was there for. Well, uh, he had hemorrhaged in the bathroom. I got him back to his bed. And uh, uh, I was uh, holding his hand. And uh, I had contacted uh, my aunt. He called his brother. And uh, um, he, uh, the brother came while the aunt went to the hospital to be with my uncle and I was telling him you know oh, there's going to be ambulances and uh, sirens and uh, he looked over at me and he says you know you are the best little nurse I could possibly have and he smiled at me uh, his eyes were all discolored uh, uh, it's hard uh, there's no words to explain that but and then they shut, and I thought, because of the way, the tightness he had in my hand, that he was still alive, and I continued talking, but when they showed up, it was a hearse, and there were no lights, and uh, no sirens, and uh, it confused me a little bit, but the brother got there, and um, uh, I was not expecting... Uh, uh, this at all. It was bad enough what it was. But he had uh, uh, ordered me with a firm tone, uh, go take a nap. Well, I'm nine years old. I don't take naps, but I did lay there. And uh, I was, um, uh, uh, I did fall asleep. And I woke up, and he was touching me inappropriate. And I sort of played dumb and wiggled away from him and uh, asked if I could go outside. Well, he wasn't happy, but he let me go. I run to the neighbors, and uh, they weren't home. Uh, I ran to their uh, next-door neighbor, who was their grandparents. They weren't home. Then I hear him hollering. And I... Uh, I'm obedient, so uh, I returned back to him, and he says, come on, we're going somewhere. And he drove me to a park and attempted to touch me again, and I started crying. He drove me uh, at that time to an ice cream parlor and bought me an ice cream, and we drove home, and by the time we got home, my aunt was there, and we got out of the car, and, uh, of course, my uncle had passed, uh, but 
He said to me, Karen, wasn't that nice that Uncle Joe took you to get an ice cream? Well, I wanted to choke on the ice cream, but I'm playing dumb. I'm trying uh, uh, not to make anything worse for her. And kids will hold things in and not talk about them. And uh, um, uh, soon my parents came, and uh, they took me home. And it took some time, but it eventually faded. I know things can affect you. And uh, uh, people suppress things, and then they pop out. And some people end up in fetal position. And I really stress, you know, uh, don't let someone or anything uh, uh, pull you down to that uh, uh, situation. Stand up and uh, turn to the Lord. He'll get you through. Well, amen to that, and I appreciate you sharing that because, um, you know, a lot of times people don't want to talk about those wounds in their childhood, and yet uh, by you willing to share that, and um, as we talked about, uh, we were praying actually before we went on the air together that, you know, as Joseph said, what was meant for evil, God has used for good. In fact, your book, you talked about that God never wastes a tear, and uh, just, just maybe expand a little bit on that. Well, uh, I have an attitude. Uh, I've always uh, sort of been an overachiever, and uh, I don't know why. Uh, I just do that. I'm not competitive to other people. Uh, uh, just with myself to do better each day, and my prayers are uh, generally that make me better tomorrow than I was today. And uh, I know carrying it in your life and uh, 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 letting God uh, enter you, letting him see, you looking through his eyes, I think it's all real. I'm positive it's all real, and that's how I live. Well, it's such a, a, a beautiful story how you have persevered. And uh, you just tuned in. We're talking with Sharon Evans. She wrote a b- beautiful book called Ordinary Angels. Uh, there's been a movie. It's been based on this. And tomorrow we're going to talk more about the part of her life that the movie's based on, in case you missed uh, the program that we did three weeks ago with her specifically on the movie. But wanting her to share some of her childhood because I know a lot of people think, you know, well, God can't use me because of things that I went through in my childhood. But as you hear her say that, uh, that God never wastes a tear and uh, on her journey of faith. Uh, talk a little bit about that. You were trying to find some faith. You visited several churches and you finally found Southeast Christian. And you talked about a sermon that Bob Russell did that just uh, you felt like he had just wrote it specifically for you. Oh, he had a lot of those. Uh, 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 Dave Stone is uh, also like that with me. Uh, um it's um, uh, my mother taught me fire and brimstone, and I was uh, not believing for the real uh, for the right reasons. I was uh, believing it because I was afraid not to believe it. And uh, uh, God is love. A uh, God is joy, and uh, uh, He represents goodness and. Um, um, it's uh, sort of hard to explain, but uh, 
taking it in and uh, walking the path. Um, uh, I had had uh, uh, a near-death experience, and I had crossed over. And uh, that experience was the most amazing thing that I've ever had in my life. And it made a change in me, and I was seeking out to do better in my life and live for the Lord. And uh, I'd had a little Bible training, but I had so much to learn. So I went from church to church, and I I learned a lot in uh, everywhere I went, and then I didn't agree with other things, and I finally went to Southeast and settled in and was quite happy. And um, uh, there were so many uh, 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 things that Bob preached that applied to me, and that's why I stayed. It was like everything he said, he was talking to me personally. I have a hard time going to church I tend to want to tear up and cry but uh, I do it anyway you know uh, if it's touching me that's just how it affects me well I love that you share that maybe there's somebody listening that's just been a while since they've gone to church and uh, if you show up it's amazing how God speaks to people and obviously Southeast Christian a great church uh, Bob Russell Dave Stone then took over now Kyle Eidelman but uh, God loves to speak to his kids and especially when we show up to worship him he always does unfortunately we're out of time but the good news is that Sharon Evans is going to be with us for another program sharing about her life in this wonderful movie called Ordinary Angels it'll be out this weekend so I hope you'll take advantage of that and join us again tomorrow as we continue talking with Sharon Evans about Ordinary Angels on Hope is here. Thank you for listening to Hope is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. If you have been blessed by Hope is Here, would you consider making a donation to help this ministry continue to reach thousands in Central Kentucky every day? It's simple and safe. Go to our website at hopeishere.today where you can make a safe and secure online donation or you can find our address to mail a check. All donations are tax deductible and they are greatly appreciated. Please make your donation today at hopeishere.today. Again, that's hopeishere.today. Dot today.